All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying 
life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Hey guys. Welcome back. Back, back, back. That was kind of like um, a 90s TV show. What's that girl's name? Tidra Moses. That's what it kind of reminded me. <laughs> I didn't get Tidra at all. Okay. I loved Tidra Moses. The just want to be your girl. Okay, I don't know. You don't know that? Uh-uh. Okay, well. Was that on the album? Yeah. She only had one album, right? Yeah, where she's in the dress looking out the window over the city. Isn't it called I Am Tidra? I Am? Sim- Complex Simplicity. There it is. Yeah. Okay, I don't know how I got I Am Tidra. Complex Simplicity, yeah. Well, I remember the Just Wanna Be Here girl. Just yeah, wanna I be loved her. Girl. Yeah, that was a good one. I think that was on my MySpace page, the Just Wanna Be Your Girl. It kind of feels familiar to me. Like, I probably slipped that on right. mine, too. I love MySpace. Yes. That's where I met my boo. That's where you put the little subliminals, like songs. I know I had the Miguel Quickie. I wasn't... I, was, that, I shouldn't have said that right then. I wasn't giving anyone a subliminal message that I wanted a Quickie. But you know when songs really resonated with you or you were really feeling the artist, you had to put it on the MySpace. And yes. It was like a thing to find an underground artist that no one knew. I remember Slap you Slap it on there and hide the music player. Mm. I remember when I was in high school, this girl and I, this guy, like, when I got to the school, I was new. He was talking to her, and then he started talking to me <laughs> on a low low. Of course, <laughs> I'm new. I don't know anybody, you know. Right. I don't know the clicks or whatever. So I'm like, okay, girl, I did a little investigating because I've always <laughs> been a detective, even back in the MySpace days. She had went on there and put, um... 
smooth operator on her MySpace page. Like, he's a smooth operator. Yeah, like, he was creeping on her. I'm like, sis, calm down. Yeah. And that's when I put the Rihanna music of the sun on there. Um, Did you get off MySpace? What, what song was that? Um... um if it's loving that you want. Oh, and that's what I was thinking about him, too. I'm like, I'm like, ass up. What's that little twerk, this dance move? No. I don't fuck. The if it's loving that you want, you should make me younger. That yeah. was my jam. The music we of the always, sun. We always did. That was the beginning of the subliminal message. Yes. The subliminal the, the song. Sub meet, sub tweet, sub meet. Yes. Ooh. Between that and then when they allowed us to put a little Top quote. eight? No, the top eight. The top eight. Top eight and the quotas, you're right. The quote, people used to be putting Lil Wayne lyrics up there uh, oh, the when, when the Carter came out, that yeah. first Carter. Yeah, the fireman, fireman. I'm like, okay, guys, we got to stop. We got to stop. But anyways. Loved MySpace. Enough, that was healthy social media. It was, you know. That, is, that was healthy social media. That's a good point because I never felt like. That was like no tea. That was just like, hey, we're just on here. We popping. We, we posting having pictures. fun. We're just, we're not, yeah. we're not even trying to portray something that wasn't happening. Whatever was happening is what we posted. Yes. And there we were no taking pictures. There was no such thing as a highlight, highlight reel. We didn't have filters. Yeah. We didn't Ooh, give a damn shit. what just we posted. We, raw Raw photo. images. <laughs> the, our filter was the sidekick photo. Yes. you could tell that you took it from a sidekick because it had that like yellow tea. Yes, yes. Fuck, With man. the photo bucket. I wish I can get in my photo buddy. You know I be in my. I know. I love it. I know. I used to remember when people used to take um pictures in the mirror with their digital camera. That's when you moved up. Or like, with the sidekick. Sidekick, yeah, or the razor. Yep. Okay. I loved MySpace. Healthy social <sighs> Healthy media. Healthy social media. So speaking about social media, actually, we're gonna pause right there. We need you guys to rate, review. And subscribe to this podcast. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people, uh, not a lot. I'm not gonna say a lot. Who am I kidding? <laughs> a few, a few girls <laughs> went on and rated and reviewed the podcast, which we appreciate. We're um, thankful anytime. Okay, black nails. When'd you do that? Last week. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, a few girlfriends went on and rated and reviewed the podcast, which was very helpful. We appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. It's important that if this podcast adds value to your life in any way, if you like listening to it, if you get a little giggle from us, if you feel like we're kikiing with you, right? then go ahead and um, rate and review, say something sweet, because that helps this podcast reach other girlfriends. Yep. Right? Sure does. And um, just your luck, right <laughs> now we're having, <laughs> we're having a giveaway. We're going to be giving away a passion planner. We've rant and, ranted and raved about the passion planner on this podcast as well as our social media accounts um so if you would like to win a passion planner before 2018 starts all you have to do is again rate review and subscribe to the podcast follow our social media accounts which will be listed in the show notes and on our instagram account comment with your itunes name even if you've rated and reviewed in the past so that we know you're in it to win it. And yeah. then um, also tag a homegirl that you think this podcast will add value to their life. Yep. So, um, yeah, if you guys are interested, we are going to be putting all that information up on a few posts this week on Instagram. This giveaway will close on Friday, okay? So if you guys haven't done this shit by Friday. November 17th. You're assed out like a thong. <laughs> okay? So. 
and the passion planner is legit. Like that is one of the best planners. Call That's me next by. level. Next fucking level. Next level planning. Yep. Organization for your life. So. Yep. Um, we swear by Passion Planner. We're going to be getting ours when we get yours. Mm-hmm. So um, hurry up so we can get them before the new year because I need to write down my goals. Yep. Right? Me too. Great. So today we are going to be talking about all things mental health. Mental health and wellness, yes. We were talking about MySpace in the beginning of this episode and how that was healthy social media. And nowadays it's not quite the same. And I think... um. Well, I know before talking about mental health was like a taboo topic. Like mm-hmm. we don't talk about that. We're going to pray that. We're going to pray, pray that, that away. Out. Yeah. But thankfully, nowadays, it's something that's been a more frequent topic of discussion and something that people don't have to be ashamed about because when we think about it, it affects more people than we know. Mm-hmm. Like um, I was reading somewhere that millennials have a higher rate of depression than any other generation and it's really been more prevalent in younger women so i know that's I've us dealt with my bout of depression i'm not even gonna lie i think i was depressed like last month or um in october yeah in october in the beginning of the month i was so so down and mm-hmm. i can always identify like hmm not like always because i'm not depressed all the time sometimes mm-hmm. i feel more down than others mm-hmm. and i think that's another thing we try to be like depression is not as deep as it's it's been like um, stigmatized has been like you know sometimes it can be like oh I feel down today I'm depressed today maybe you won't be depressed tomorrow it's not something for everybody it's not like downward spiral need to check into somewhere gotta go speak to somebody right you know it's not always that severe there's a spectrum the way there is with anything so last month I was super down because like my best friend had uh, passed away in 2014 14, mm-hmm. 2015, 2015, excuse me, in the beginning of the year in 2015, and his birthday was in October, and uh, I was just really emotional about it. I don't feel like I've ever really gotten over it. Like, I think about him every day. Mm-hmm. So just everything that was going on, and then that Las Vegas shooting, I was so sad about I was so empathetic for those people, and hearing how it, it was affecting them and their families. And it, was, it just felt so close to me um, that I was just super emo, like emotional. And I was like crying. I'm like, I don't know why. And yeah. I, at one time, uh, one day, um, I had to go downstairs to my office and I just had to fucking cry. I was like, I need to cry for Brian. I need to pry, cry for those Las Vegas victims. Right. I need to cry for my damn self. You need to let it the fuck out. Need to let it out because I was like emotional. I felt like any minute I was going to fucking crack. And I was, like, telling my significant other, I was, like, I'm depressed. I feel it on the inside. <laughs> Fucking depressed. I, so, shit. I've experienced the same. Um, I, I thought that I had, like, seasonal depression because, like, it was, like, the summer's over and now, bitch, I'm sad. Like, I'm just <laughs> down and out. And I had looked it up. The vitamin D. Yeah, I looked it up. And at first I was, like, um, you know, when you're feeling something and you Google it, Everything pops up and it's like, bitch, you got this, you got this. And then right. I was thinking about how my diet has, has changed because remember I told you guys um, that had, I had eliminated meat from my diet and I was finding articles saying that that can cause depression in some people. So I just really wanted to figure out. I made an appointment with my doctor to get lab work, figure out what, what the, the fuck, fuck is going <laughs> on because nothing had happened. Like there was nothing that I can pinpoint. Mm-hmm. Um 
to explain why I was feeling the way that I felt. Um, but as we did our research on this topic, we found out that there can be several reasons for depression. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be something um, necessarily traumatic, but like the cost of living, for instance. Girl. Let's speak on it. First off, I don't know if we've mentioned this here, but to live comfortably in L.A., comfortably, you have to be making $80,000 a year. Mm-hmm. 80K is like comfortable. You can live in a decent apartment. We're not even talking about necessarily luxury. Right. We're talking about like a nice place, safe area. You can house your shit. You might can have a pet. <laughs> We're talking about, you, you feel me, like a little better than basic. 80000 is comfortable. Probably do some spare activities. Eat organic if Travel, you want. Travel, right. Yeah. So um, a lot of people aren't at the $80,000 mark, especially mm-hmm. young adults. That's fucking stressful in itself. Like finding a place that you feel safe in. Yep. Finding a place where you feel like you can call home. Mm-hmm. Not worrying about them going up on the goddamn rent. Because they do that. The next year. Yep. So cost of living is definitely a barrier. Especially when cost of living is going up and the fucking salary isn't. That, that's, that means- that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the um, one bill away from. <laughs> from broke. Right. <laughs> you feel me? So I mean we're all we're all only a few checks away. Yeah. It's gonna say checks. I don't know every you feel me, it can right. be check, check, checks. Right. Multiple checks. But it's difficult to try to get ahead, save, travel, go eat organic. Right. It's difficult to be comfortable and lit at the same damn time. Yeah. A lot of times as a millennial we have to sacrifice. Like, are you gonna be comfortable or are you gonna be lit? Mm-hmm. So that can be that can be depressing and then also, um, there's like more pressure for us to do well. Yeah. Societal pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes back to social media. You become so engulfed in everyone's highlight reel, and you feel like, well, what the fuck am I not doing? Mm-hmm. Like, there's something that I I need to be doing more. I need to be making money. They're able to travel. Um, their living situation looks lit. Right. Of course, we don't know. Um, everything right. we don't know anything right we don't know you're right we don't know anything right but from the outside looking in it feels like they have everything mm-hmm. so there's a lot of pressure to do well because we post when we're doing well we yeah. post when we travel pass the bar we didn't post when we failed it and right, this was our right, fifth right. damn time taking it right we post it when we finally got an apartment that we liked we didn't yes. post when we were living in the fucking shack exactly in the slums right. <laughs> we posted when we finally got our coin together for the back right so, there's that pressure. And I don't even think it's necessarily just social media. That plays a big part, too. But I think it's even socially in general. True. Like, social circles. Lateral. Exactly. The person who's to the left and to the right of you. Mm-hmm. That can also be a little, like, uh, you know what I mean? Because you're, we've mentioned this before. When, you, when you're in the same age group, you expect to hit these, like, land milestones, landmarks. Yeah, yeah. these mar- milestones. Landmarks fuck am i talking about (laughs) (laughs) milestones at the same time as your your counterparts and your friends and when they're going above or exceeding or getting things that you're like fuck i'm I'm supposed to be doing that too that makes you feel a little down as well so the instagram times fucking friend groups will drag your ass instagram times real life depressed (laughs) (laughs) i'm down and then we have the student debt and then you have a period I'm just gonna say before we trickle into that student debt, my aunt Flo, my moon cycle will drag me to hell by the hair, wrapped around the hand, pulling me to hell. The real ghetto fight. Yes. <laughs> lean your ass up, cause bitch, we're going to war to this. Month. 
Spare time, bitch. You're ready to fight. <laughs> I'm just saying. I hate you. <laughs> yes. It's like, yo, like, I just need... I need an email. I need a message. I need a Snapchat. I need an Instagram DM. You're not pregnant. Let's move on. A genie in the bottle. Hey, here's your message for the month. You're free. Girl. I need just something other than the full on. Cycle. Come on. And then it should be like, you should be able to dial into a line a few months before you want to be pregnant and be like, yo, you should be able to eat something and be like, I'm ready. Like, it should be like... Draw some blood, go to the doctor, can you submit this, send it in a vial. Right. Get I need my letter back. I need to tell you that I'm ready to be pregnant and then the period can come. Right. Other than that, fuck. Now the student debt. Student, the student debt. loans. Student loans. Motherfuck. They find a way to get your ass. Great between Great Valley and Navient, I'm fucking Navient. Navient. <laughs> Navient. Whatever Take her my name money is. <laughs> Who is Great Valley? That's my other student loan. <laughs> Great Valley, GB, and Navient. I'm like, you know what? I know, sis. They casually send you the email saying that your payment will be five something. I'm like, get your manager on the line. <laughs> five forty six coming out of my account monthly is more than a couple of bills combined. This is what I can't pay. Get me on the income based payment. I'm telling you. <clears throat> I'm telling you, girl. I remember when I dropped, when I got six months out of grad school, they sent me my payment. I said, now wait. Wait a minute. Now wait a minute. Um, No, you guys want me to be poor? You want me to be sleeping because, on the street sending in your payment? Right. It's not going to work, guys. And another thing, they take your gross, your annual gross. They don't ask you what bills you, they don't. They, they don't, don't even take into consideration I'm having uh, X amount of thousand dollars of that taken out of my check. You guys cannot take the gross. Yep. You need to take the net. They take the gross. They don't ask you about any of your other bills you pay. They don't the only care. question they ask is if you're paying any other student loans. I'm paying all of them. I tried to say, I'm paying this one. That took $4 off. <laughs> $4 off the payment. I'm like, well, let me tell you what else I'm paying. Here's my rent. Here's my insurance. Here's my car note. Here's my bill. I like Here's my have, organic groceries. I like to have fun. <laughs> I have shit to pay. Girl. And if I'm paying you, guess what? I would be depressed because I'm going to be in the house paying off my student. The student, money. I feel like it should just be free. Education like, should be free, yep. I it agree. should be. Or it needs to be, like, dumb, dumb, inexpensive. Mm -hmm. It needs to be, like, school shopping when you are a young kid. Like, <laughs> I got this much towards my new fits. I got this much towards my new education. Like, I can't. I can't. The student loan debt is sick. But I will tell you guys this. This is the only upside to this whole thing. Yeah. If you work in a um, public service, nonprofit, anything that's like for the community, you can apply for a public service student loan forgiveness, right? I know this is not I'm beneficial. I'm depressed because that ain't me. <laughs> so, but for the people that can be For the people, if you work in a hospital, if you work for any organization that's not a, a nonprofit, then you guys need to get your fucking loan switched over to a public service forgiveness loan. And after you make 10 pay or 120, excuse me, 120 payments. And I don't know what your student loan debt looks like, but that's basically 120 on time payments over the span of 10 years. It is 20, 10 years because you make a payment a month. So after 120 payments, you're, you're free of whatever the fucking balance is. So... That can work out for you if yeah. you, you know what I mean. You can make a certain amount, and then whatever's left, if it's ten thousand, fifteen thousand, send it to Uncle Sam. 
I'm too to start up a nonprofit just so I can qualify. <laughs> yes, so that's what I do. Does anyone my... have a nonprofit they need me to volunteer for? Or need her to work at on the weekends? Right. On the weekends. I should have did SZA. <laughs> on the weekends. Yeah, I should have did SZA, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> um, well, that's good to know, but for those of us who don't see the, the light at the, the end, end of the, of the tunnel, tunnel, it can definitely cause you to be depressed because it just looks like, when am I ever going to be able to have my coin for me? The mother, the Complete black mother, right. that's something that Complete, your black ass mama would say. Me. Anytime I have to ask my mom for something when I was young, this is my money. Okay, right. I get it. It's right. your money, but you have to share. You had me. I'm your child. I didn't ask to be here. Imagine people still saying that 18, right. 20 years later. I didn't ask to, to be, be here. here. You brought me here, so I need you to help me with this. Right. Yeah. Other thing, you know what else that makes people depressed? What? The political climate oh of the fucked God. up country. I that drags to, people. Yep. When we first got Donald Trump, I had to Before Donald Trump, the Trayvon Martins, the fucking, everybody, the Mike Browns, exactly. Yeah. Everybody who's been a victim of this police brutality. Right. Now we have the Las Vegas shootings, the church shootings, the Donald Trump. I'm telling you. It's just like, and then I feel, I I feel depressed because I start to get desensitized. Yeah. Desensitized. (laughs) Make a rap. Um. She would because like I like was going through my news articles and saw the church shooting and it wasn't like oh my god right, it right. was just like damn right it's sick it's hella sick so all the shit we have going on the Hurricane Harvey's the what was the other one Maria. the Puerto Rico Maria that was I just seen today there was like an awful ass earthquake six sixty one people dead I think it was in Iran where was yeah that? see that and I was like shit I saw that too so <sighs> Iraq Iran border. Um, 7.3 magnitude earthquake, which I get natural disaster, but it's just like overwhelming. It's overwhelming with <clears throat> all the the other day to day shit we have to figure out. With put this on top, it's like we yeah. need a break. Yeah, coupled with paying bills, coupled with trying to make your mate act right consistently, coupled with trying <laughs> to stay on fleet. Bitch. It's just a lot. <laughs> like I, I can't have the country in it's shambles. Like Tyrese, what more do you want from me? <laughs> I'm giving you thirteen thousand a month. I thought it was thirty. Thirteen. Oh, poor Tyrese. Tyrese uh, is in shambles. Bitch, that's gonna be me if I get another, <laughs> another bill. I'm gonna be on Instagram waiting for my Will Smith wire. And that's never coming. I'm motherfucking tired. But in all, and realistically, not not even not trying to be funny. funny of t- Depression is real. It is. It is. It's sad. And then I was reading that. Anxiety disorders are the most common type of mental illness yeah. in the United States. Tell them about it. Do you know I had to, um, I really had to stop drinking coffee because I feel like it was inducing anxiety. You were on the edge. Push me pushed, to the pushed. edge. I was You're pushed. fucking on edge. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I feel like something needs to be happening or something right. about to happen. Like, right. I didn't used to feel like that. And I didn't want to just diagnose myself and say, you have an anxiety disorder. Right. But I felt like I had coffee-induced anxiety. That's that's happened to me before. I had my coffee in the morning, and I came upstairs like <laughs> like that that uh, Kermit the Frog when he's typing on that, um, that keyboard. That on keyboard. That it's just like, okay. Everybody was like, are you okay? I'm like, something ain't right. Something. Something ain't right, because I'm on the edge. I'm on the god dog. What is that about? Do you think it's like I have? I think the caffeine speeds up your heart rate. So then, you know. It didn't didn't used to always do that, though. Well, 
it's like been a recent thing. So when, you know, I said I was going through my little bout of depression, plus the, I said something has to be eliminated. I can't do the depression times anxiety times. What else? Much. Yeah, I understand. So, um, there's like general anxiety disorder and then there's social anxiety disorder. General anxiety disorder is like when you're just anxious over everything. Yeah, like, like when I used to drive in a car, even when I drive in a car now. I'm worried somebody's going to just slide on in my lane and kill me. Yeah, you are. Oh, you know what else makes people depressed? In in addition to this um, anxiety, health. Mm-hmm. Health problems with, like, the increasing rate of, like, how um, we're, like, more aware because of technology and, mm-hmm. you know, modern medicine. Cancer. Yeah. Shit in the food. Mm-hmm. Just being available and, like, being able to assess more information is just fucking crazy. That that depresses me. You know what I mean? Because risking or the potential of having cancer because of what's in the food is stressful. Yeah. And that will drag your ass. Or thinking, like, dang, what if I got some sick shit from something I done ate or something I done did? Or just in general, like, people, we were talk, having this discussion at work, <clears throat> and we're like, Somebody said they feel like people are going to be living to like 102. And I'm like, are you fucking sick? I feel I've like that before. I don't think people are living longer. I don't think so. I think that eventually this shit is going to dwindle down because of the shit that's in the food. There's they're putting so many hormones and so many things are in the food to make sure that they can match the population, the growth of the population that we really don't have enough shit that's organically grown, naturally grown. That's not being fed up with hormones. You know what I mean? And, and we have like lower like the quality you mm-hmm. know what i mean the quality of the vegetables the quality of the meat people live until 102 i just don't see it i know that my significant other he has family members like down in louisiana who are like 100 102 but yeah they probably were growing their own goddamn food not people eating people grow to be really <clears throat> old in my family too. you feel me i'm just saying but it's because they're not eating all this bullshit that's in the food right now oh that's the sad that they're killing us they're taking all our money and they're killing us. I know. So that was another thing that I feel makes people depressed and makes people anxious. Because you people don't even want to consider, like, after the what the health came out, that had people on the edge. Mm-hmm. Shook. Like, oh, shit, I ain't trying to get no sick shit. Mm-hmm. Throwing all the fucking ground turkey in my refrigerator. Out. It's right. going now. No more cheese. No more butter. So makes me a little anxious. Just saying. Yeah. Go ahead. Back to the types. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that that ties in with the general anxiety disorder because you're just generally anxious about everything, mm-hmm. about driving <clears throat> in the car, about eating, about being on fleek, about paying your the bills. Fleek, Lord Jesus. You know, being on. You guys heard wanting me wanting my hair to grow longer and longer and longer. I've been a victim of that. Like it wasn't severe anxiety disorder, but I would find myself being anxious about wanting to just be a put together bitch. I'm like, girl, relax, okay? Yes. You, you, have you do because you be you. I obsess over it. You do, like you do. I obsess. I'm I'm a little obsessive, which is awesome. You be like, I need to get a style. I need to get my hair. I need to figure out how to put this bead on. I need to da da da. I need a new wardrobe. I need. I'm like, Ooh. that can be a mental health disorder as well. Obsessive compulsive disorder. I know people say it like I'm OCD. I need my house clean. No, that's, that's a not big, OCD. That's not OCD. You're just a clean person. Exactly. But you know, we toss it out like I'm OCD. I can't. I can't. Right. But. Yeah, I really do have like some obsessive tendencies that I try mm-hmm. to pull back on because it's like 
I need it and I need it now and I need to be right and I need to be perfect and I need to find like the best that could do it. Yeah, and then need you're, you're like perfectionist. And I need to start putting on makeup and I need to be already beat down even though I just started yesterday. Yeah. And no. Yeah, I so, agree. I agree. I recognize that and I pull back. But that means I just stop. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck This it. is me. So take me. Taking back this fenty fucking beauty because as I can't. I am. <laughs> um. Or but one type of anxiety that I see people <laughs> tossing up Germany. I'm can't. sorry. The Auntie Mary. Um, one type of anxiety, another type of anxiety that people claim not have, have a lot is social anxiety. This is another one that I used to be like, I, I'm so, I got social anxiety. And I don't think you do. We just don't like to It's not to be around. confused with shyness. I can have a little, I can be a little shy. You are not. Me, and I hate no, when you say, me time I'm shy. <laughs> You're not shy. It takes me a little bit of time to warm up to people. I'm not like necessarily an extrovert where I just like come out like, hey, everybody. Like, you know, like I come into the party like, hey, going dumb. You come in going dumb. You know? No, but I don't think you're shy. Like, I can warm up and have a good time. But that's just putting your feelers out. I don't think that's shy, and I don't think it's, um, awkward or anything. I think it's just you're very like cautious and you want to put your feelers out. That's it. Okay, I'll take it. I'll okay, take, I'll, <laughs> I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it because roll once I it. um once I like really looked into what social anxiety disorder is, you were like, "That's not me." I was like, "I don't have that." Because, you don't because it's really like a big deal. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about what are some uh, identifiers if you have social anxiety. Mm-hmm. So one of them is. In social settings, especially with new and unfamiliar people. You clam um, up like a clam? Like, those type of settings are just intolerable for you. Like, it's just like an I absolutely Overwhelming, yeah. Yeah. Just the thought. Like, I'm going to a setting with people that I don't know. Bitch, I can't. If you have a friend, are we saying completely like, I got to go by myself? I I don't like doing that. No, I feel like even if you have a friend, because you're so consumed with how people are going to view you. Mm-hmm. It's separate from their friends. Come on, philosophy. And today. it makes it it makes it intolerable. Like it makes you be anxious because like your mind's racing. Are they gonna like me? Um, am I gonna be good enough for the environment? Right. That's basically what it is. You're you're you have a fear of being criticized, rejected, judged mm-hmm. in this environment, and that causes you to have social anxiety and just pull back from even wanting to be a part. Right. I don't have that because I feel like once I warm up and put my feelers out. I feel like I adapt pretty well. I agree. But when you have social anxiety, that's not the case. You don't even give it a chance. If you are there, you're in your head the whole time. Like, what do they think about me? Um, I hope I'm okay. I don't don't even want to speak. I don't want to do shit. I think the more, like, I feel like I am, I think you're equally like this too. But I think we just don't like shooting the shit. Like, the small talk. The small talk. That's what my partner says. Like, nigga, <laughs> nigga, I don't shoot the shit. I just don't. He does not. It's like, I want to talk to you or I don't. I don't yeah. And I'm not going to be like, how's your day? Like, What's so been what up? Do do? What, what, yeah, he's yeah. like, if I'm feeling you, I'm feeling you. If I'm not, we just going to dead it and we ain't going to talk and that's cool. That's the kind of, I don't, I don't like doing that. I hate when I got to go places. No offense to my Greek folks. But sometimes that takes a lot of energy out. Because yeah. it's people you don't see all the time. And then they'd be expected to know they you. They expect a lot from you, too. You know, I've been told I'm that. I'm like, guys! 
You know, I've been told in the Greek. I don't remember you all. Right. I'll see you but once a year. When Forgive me. When we talk me. about Greek setting, we're both in a sorority. Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority to be exact. <laughs> um, And like there's like little, you know, social gatherings. So I've been to Greek events and people have called me rude because I guess I didn't initiate a high or. The bad and bougie. Right. Or that I wasn't like, you know, overly excited to see them. And it's like, I'm not, one, I'm not rude. You don't know what rude is. Two, you don't know me, like, and I don't really know you, and my personality is not the, oh, my God, if it's not, if I don't genuinely feel, oh, my God, I don't care if we are sans, meaning we cross the same year. I don't care if we clubbies. <laughs> I don't care if we lils. I don't give a fuck. All right. And that's how I feel, too. I feel like sometimes, okay, now I'm done going off into a Greek conversation, but some people are solely their organization. That's not us. Like, a lot of people don't even know that I'm Greek. Um, and I feel like you get the you're bad and bougie. I'm never around, so people get the dang, what's up, Sans? I ain't seen Not you the since. Bad and bougie. Like, I, you haven't seen me since because I we're <laughs> because I'm living my life, right. you know, and that's no tea, no shade. Um, I, I just think that a lot of times, like, when we join these organizations, I can totally understand why like, you breaking bread with your chapter and you want to break bread with people from other chapters too. That's cool, but sometimes the expectation. To like remember, no break bread, like right. uh, big homies. It's like a lot. It's, and it's a lot. Unrealistic. I'm just gonna say it's a lot because it's like <sighs> you know, this is just uh, this is a, a segment. Part of my this life. is a part of my life. I'm it's also a friend life. outside of an organization. Right. I'm a daughter. I'm a girlfriend. I'm an employee. I'm sister. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm your soror. I'm your sans, but I'm other things too. You feel me? So I think that that's stressful. It's, it's like, that takes a lot out of me. Going into the Greek settings, I'm always like, somebody's going to come up to me and say Sans, and I'm not going to know who they are. And that's, <laughs> I think that's what I was getting confused with social anxiety, too, because in some certain settings, it would take a lot. And it's like, no, you're not socially anxious. That just might not really be the setting for you. That's not my setting. But when you do have the social anxiety disorder, every setting, even if it's people, you know. Sometimes people you know, like family, like, I don't want to have. Sometimes I just don't want to deal with them. I'm like, God damn, my cousin going to call me asking me for some fucking money. <laughs> and I'm not answering. But then it's also, this is another identifier. Okay. Yeah, give me another. I'm going to give you another one. Give just, me another. Just to say. Uh, reverse narcissism. It's like you have a negative sense of self, like a deflated sense of self. Okay. Ooh. Basically, like you feel like I'm not worthy of even being here. Or there okay, has to be something... Deep. It's that deep, but it's real. Like, there has to be something wrong to where people are going to be able to pinpoint this about me. Yeah. It's like, instead of being like, yeah, I'm the shit, bitch. Hey, I'm here. I know you guys were waiting for me to get here. I'm here. The party can start. Right. It's the reverse. It's like. It's like, bitch, I ain't supposed to be, be here. I'm sorry that I'm you guys waited. Be, I'm going to be like as low-key as possible to where like I'm almost invisible here. Like, you don't notice that I'm here. I don't want you to notice that I'm here. I don't want you to speak to me. I I don't That's even so want to be here. I don't want to be here. And you are worthy. I don't want I don't want anybody to feel that way. I, I don't want anybody either. to and feel like invisible. you try to avoid the spotlight because you just don't want you don't want to be there and okay, so I'm here cuz you know, we can't most of the time we can't avoid everything. There's going right. to be shit that we have to go to. So you avoid the spotlight because it's like, uh-uh, I'm here, but you don't need to know that I'm here. I'm here, but I'm not here because I want to be here. I'm here, but I'm not so here. So don't speak to me because right. I'm not here, really, in my mind. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is there another identifier? 
Or those are the two? Those majors? are the main ones. Okay. So what would our solutions be? What would our advice be to our girlfriends my out there? My advice would be to, to ourselves. My advice, yeah, my advice would be to, one, this is like not, even if you don't have social anxiety disorder. Stay off fucking social media. No, like that, but take note of the feelings and don't participate in shit you don't want to participate in. Even if you want to participate, don't participate until you have assessed it and gotten help. Don't, because, don't participate beyond the, measure, the the limit of what you want to do. Yep. If you want to pull up for a few minutes, then pull up for a few minutes and then dip off. But like when people are like, oh my God, I have to go to this. I have to. And then you made me. Uh, Nobody can make you do anything you don't want to do. That's why you're supposed to drive yourself. Yep. That's my rule of thumb. I see people driving my own that, fucking like, car. All the time, like, or I'm I going was, with somebody who's going to want to leave when I leave. I was dragged. No, you got to stand up because if you being dragged is causing you to have some mental turmoil. You can't be dragged. You can't. And you just got to know when to let it go. Like, that's anything. If you're not feeling it, just roll out. Yeah, I had to let some parties go. Like, can't flog nog. We paid for our ticket. We were there. Well, I was under the weather. Let me tell you, though. That's what I was going to say. I was going to follow up on. (laughs) So, Sunday, it was really cold. We started not feeling well. We were just kind of sitting down, trying to enjoy it. But it was the, the, the elements coupled with feeling under the weather Mm -hmm. just a lot of stuff we had to make an executive decision like hey let's just go go. and two chains was still on the lineup solange was still on the lineup who else i feel like somebody else kid cuddy kid cuddy was still on the lineup and we left at asap rocky but it's like bro i can't sacrifice my mental health because i'm ready to go i'm shivering i'm here like you can't even hear my teeth teeth shadow yeah my physical health because i'm already coughing and sneezing and my emotional health because i want to get home and get warm yeah so we had to go yeah so roll with a homegirl who's ready we to on, go I was gonna say, same page we on the same page i said well if i'm ready when you are Brittany said you are <laughs> <laughs> shit let's go yeah. God damn, we were right up out. And then we watched the end of the ASAP Rocky from the car. In our car, we saw g Easy. Warm, yep. Uh, yeah. It ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe. It wasn't safe. Down. Not in those elements. It wasn't safe. It was cold that day in LA. Next time, we would have to have, like, winter clothes. Like, and they need to bring parka, tea. A scarf. Not the parka. A parka. Because, you know, I got a parka in the closet. I was like, you know what? I should have had oh, my parka. Oh, I have a nice coat. That you can probably fit because it's tight. What? <laughs> and when you said parka, I thought about it. I had to pull it out. Um, But, yeah, you're right. Having a friend, if you do have social anxiety disorder, it is important to have friends that support you and that understand that and they don't uh, put any pressure on you to do stuff that you right. don't want to do. If I know that I have a friend who's like, it's not her jam to go to a certain party, I'm not going to ask because that's not your right. thing. So, And I don't expect you to make it your thing because it's my thing. Find someone else whose thing it is or sit it out. T. Don't allow people to put pressure on you to do shit that makes you feel uncomfortable because it's not okay. And it's okay for you to feel your feelings. Yeah. When I was depressed, I just had to accept it. I was like, I'm depressed. I was over at Adrian's house and I'm like, girl, I'm depressed. <laughs> I, had, I was just crying down there and then my honey came downstairs he's like what the fuck are you crying for we just got here and now all of a sudden you fucking crying he's like you need to tell me what's going on or we gotta go and i'm like i told you i was depressed (laughs) motherfucker i'm having a cry session and don't be afraid to cry just let it out crying is key i was crying at my desk i'm like see life jennings said crying is like taking your soul to the laundromat you really went deep with the (laughs) Oh, if you like that first album, then you I know what I'm talking about. I liked it because my mom played it out. My mom did too, so you should know that. Kiss. 
Now what about crying is like taking your soul to the now laundromat? Now about talking about men ain't supposed to cry. But that, but I'm telling you, it was a good one. It was a good one. I, lo- I loved it. My young self loved life. <laughs> Me too. I'd be like, mama, throw then that I life Then I found out he was a woman beater. Okay. The womanizer. Um, womanizer, woman, womanizer. You're a womanizer. Oh, womanizer. I'm a jukebox. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. So, um, that, back to the solutions. Sorry. Deviated uh, from it. There's also cognitive behavior therapy. I'm glad that therapy has become normalized. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to pull up like, I'm in therapy. Yeah, I'm going to see Shout my therapist. Shout out to Insecure. My um, sister had a therapist. She um has some like issues at work and stuff. And just like even childhood trauma that you don't even know, it doesn't even know exactly. exists. Um, and she loves, like, she really loved it, therapy and it was very beneficial to her. I know Adrian went to therapy a few years back and she really loved her therapist. It's just talking to somebody who's unbiased. Exactly. That's it. Yep. Somebody that can be objective. Yep. Because you know when we talk to our friends, they want, they want to say most of the time we saying what we think you want us to say. We're we're with you. Fuck him. I'm with you. <laughs> and the therapist, whatever you want to do, sis. right? The therapist, they have an unbiased opinion, and they and they're there for you. I I um. I try to be objective when I give advice. I do too, but for the most part, people's friends be like, yeah, like yeah. It's hard to be. It's hard to be an objective friend because you don't want people to think you're coming down on you. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't. I'm not saying I don't because I really most of the time be like, well, I don't, I don't think. But <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> the cognitive behavior therapy um, it teaches patients like what causes them to feel anxious and like solutions for how to deal with it. Yes, that's really what it does. So it provides you with someone to talk with, and it also helps you identify like what exactly it is because it's different in everyone and then it gives you uh they give you solutions i know my leak does the cognitive behavior therapy you guys know we love auntie my leak my leak calls her psychotherapy i wish she would stop calling it psychotherapy i'm like girl it's not psychotherapy she's just talking to psychologists she she wants to call it psychotherapy but whatever However she wants to portray it. Remember when she had this, that, um... The therapist on the on a, Yeah, and he was like, psychotherapy is a very dated term. He, oh, even, okay. he even got her together on that, and I'm like, come on, TT. Because I think when we used to think of therapy, it's like, something has to be wrong with you, you're a psychopath. I think psycho makes it like that. If she just says, I'm going to therapy, without throwing the psycho... Well, people throw it out all the time. Now it's like, I'm going to Starbucks. I'm going to speak with my therapist. Yeah, therapist, therapy, and therapist is a more, like, modern term. The psychotherapy is like... Well, if you go to this um, cognitive behavior therapist, because there's different types of therapy, Mm -hmm. but the cognitive behavior therapist uh, specializes or can help you, not specializes because they all have different specialties, but a cognitive behavior therapist can help you with social anxiety or um, general anxiety disorder by, like I said, helping you um, identify what causes you to be anxious and then providing tools for you to control your anxiety so that you can go out and be a part of society. Yeah, maybe you just need to have a drink, smoke some weed. I don't know. That's my recommendation. There's also, <laughs> if you don't want it, because I know um, therapy can be expensive. That's why you need to have a drink, smoke As some weed. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> therapy can be very expensive, or it can be, I know, um, there's a podcast called Therapy for Black Girls. It's also a website. Come on. Where you can um, have a list of black African-American therapists. And I, I don't know if it's only African-American th- therapists, but I know there's a lot of them on there. Mm. 
because I know um, we have a hard time wanting to find a sister girl to connect with yeah. so that we can get the family vibes. <laughs> Good um, vibes. But they do have a podcast, Therapy for Black for Black Girls, and they touch on all different types of topics like these, and they have a therapist on there, licensed therapist speaking. So that's a tool as well. That so, was a good one. That was an eco-friendly, cost-efficient, Free effective. 99, Therapy for Black Girls. You go on their website, download the podcast. Look at my hair. Uh, get you some help. That's that's good tea. Just, notice, just realizing that you're not alone. You helps. are not alone. And it's not I am here. <laughs> it's not odd shit. And we have oh to God. also stop uh, self-diagnosing. I have that bad. Like I said, I've had everything. Depression, general anxiety, <laughs> social anxiety, OCD, everything. T. I've had it all. Ooh, I can't watch the, wait to watch The Real Housewives. <laughs> I know you told me to. Uh, sorry, this is off to- topic, but I'm so excited. Yeah, you got to watch it. I'm ready for that black tea. Ready. Okay, so. Girlfriend, we love you. Yes, we do. You are our girlfriend. So, uh, <laughs> I think that's it. We're not therapists. We're just talking about shit that... We're not therapists. We're just talking about shit that affects us. And also, uh, blog off of social media. Take a because break. Because it's been reported that people that use social media frequently are 2.7 times more likely to be depressed. Compared to people who don't use it at all or use it sparingly. I'm on the sparing. Sparing train, but... I I mainly get it to catch up like Shay Room, some funny shit here and there, send some jokes, but you know, and maybe only follow people who have value, people you don't feel like you got to compare yourself to, mm-hmm. cause there's some girlfriends. Look at, look at me. There's some <laughs> <laughs> there's some girlfriends who are on the gram, and I'm like, wow, I really like visiting her page, watching her Insta stories. She gives tea, she gives life, she's giving me realness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that feels good. You feel like you can connect with somebody. You don't want to be on the gram. My, there's, like, different kind of people on the gram. There's, like, the sharer. There's the each one teach one. Mm-hmm. And then there's the each one look at me because I ain't going to teach y'all nothing. Right. You know, there's people who just, like, oh, I got this, I got that, which is just stupid. Mm-hmm. But then you have, like, people who are like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, I have this, I have that, and you should try this. This is what works for me, which is always nice on social media. Mm-hmm. I like those type of people. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. So, again, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. And take care of your mental. Well, shit, that's it. Take <laughs> care of your mental, y'all. And um, follow us on our social media, media platforms. Again, we have a give, give, right. giveaway. Um, Passion Planner, it, the date will be closing Friday, eleven seventeen. So if you give a fuck about keeping your mind organized and you want a Passion Planner, you guys should check them out on Instagram. Maybe if you see how it works. Yeah. We also tweeted a video that shows you exactly how it works. There you go. So it's at Passion Planner. Yep. And see if you guys like it. If you do, make sure you comment on one of our posts so we know that you're interested and you want one. And we'll kind of go from there, right? Yep. All right. Peace. Say what you think, girl.